Success. What does this word mean to you? When you hear the word success, what picture comes into your mind? Someone who has a lot of money and has financial freedom? Someone who's a world leader? Someone who's a celebrity? In the story of the prodigal son, I would say the end part of his story made him successful. He was welcomed back into the family home and his status was reinstated. This was much more than he expected when he started his journey home. When the father pleaded and encouraged the eldest son to come into the celebration, he said, Son, you're always with me and all that I have is yours. It was right that we should make merry and be glad, for your brother was dead and is alive again and was lost and is found. From this story, what makes someone successful? I would say a person who's surrounded by people who loves them and they're doing a role that they are willing. If that role is impacting the lives of others in a positive way, then that will make them even more successful. As the focus is on we and not on me. At the start of this audio, I raised three important questions. One, how important is God in your life? Two, do you have a personal relationship with God? Three, where are you planning to spend eternity? If someone was now to ask you these questions, how important is God in your life? How would you respond? On a scale of 0 to 10, what number would you now give your relationship with him? Has it changed from the number you gave yourself earlier? If yes, what has caused the number to increase or decrease? You may be surprised I said the number to decrease. At the start of listening to this audio, you may have thought your relationship was at a 9 or 10. But as you've listened to the first four chapters, you've realised that you weren't being totally honest about your relationship. And with this new insight, you've reduced the number. This is a good sign. And you need to be commended if this is you. Has your relationship with God changed? What image of God do you now have? As a loving father who's waiting for you with open arms? Or someone who's waiting to punish you if you slip up? If you were to paint a picture of him on a canvas, what would he look like? What traits would you put on the picture? Open arms or closed arms? Running or standing still? A smile on his face or a frown? Your image of God will determine the answer to the final question. Were you planning to spend eternity? This is a critical question, one many don't take the time to think about. You decide where your final destination is going to be from the relationship you have here with God on earth. Are you going to be like the younger son who realised that although he had made mistakes in his life, Father had forgiven him and welcomed him home to a celebration? Or on the other hand, are you going to be like the eldest son who used to refuse to go into the celebration? His father could encourage him 
but could not force him to go somewhere he wouldn't be happy. God too is pleading with each of his children to come to the celebration he's prepared for us in heaven. When Jesus comes back to take us home, some will accept the invitation to go home with him, but others unfortunately will reject the, will reject the invitation. He will not force his children to attend the celebration. I hope you've made the decision to attend the celebration. I want to take the next step. This involves you sharing your journey with others. Just as Jesus sent out the 12 or 70 to prepare the way for him and his ministry, he's sending you out to share your experiences with others to prepare them for his second coming. The importance of goal setting. The final step will put all what you've learned together. What have been your areas of strength and your areas of development? For the areas of strength, what strategies do you need to put into place to maintain them? For your areas of development, what steps do you need to put into place to improve them? When setting goals, it's always advisable to make them SMART goals. These are specific, measurable, achievable, realistic and time-related. Set yourself two or three goals you can work towards to improve your ability to share your new experiences with others. You've now completed five steps in your journey of faith and reached the halfway point. One, you've made the decision to have a deeper relationship with God. Two, you've shared this decision with others in a public way. Three, you're being real with your emotions. Four, you've adopted a positive mindset. And five, you've set yourself goals to be more successful in your journey. Now you're ready to move on to the next phase of your journey of faith, sharing what you've learnt with others. In this phase, you will learn about the importance of we and not me in your relationship with others.